Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Worlds Collide, a wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to Who Worlds Collide. I got the intro right this time. I'm Zan Morning, and I'm with Wrestling With Cards. I got the right show this time. Wow, that's very good. <laughs> Off to a good and I'm start. Tony. I'm Tony Vella. I'm with uh, WTC, known as WrestlingTradingCards.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening to us again. And if you want to, if you like the show, make sure to share all over social platforms. It's the best way to get this out to everybody in audio form. So today, talking about how to start a wrestling card collection, because I think a lot of people need to hear this. They're seeing wrestling cards getting more popular recently with all the big sales, and they're like, well, maybe I should go buy that card. but not necessarily. Um, Tony, I think you've got a lot of experience with this stuff. What do you, where do you think someone should start? Well, it kind of all depends on, you know, you first have to decide on what it is that most interests you. Are you, you know, you like old stuff, new stuff, indie stuff, foreign stuff. Uh, maybe you have a favorite wrestler or maybe a favorite tag team, or you, you like to complete just basic sets. You kind of have to, you know, identify what it is that you're really after, I think, you know, maybe you're just a, a stone cold Steve Austin fan and you want to just collect his cards and that's it. Yeah. Let's just talk a little bit about different ways you can do that. Uh, let's start with set collecting. I don't think of uh, maybe baseball, maybe some like old school baseball guys that want to collect like the complete sets from like the sixties or the seventies, but I've never seen a type like a genre of cards, like wrestling that has so many set collectors. And I know, you were doing that for a while and you know a lot of people also that do that. So just talk yeah. about set collecting. Yeah, I mean, set collecting, but I went, took it a step further. I was like a completist. Like not only did I get the base set, but I also would after chase cards and autographs and any relics that might exist. But, you know, before the comic images stuff, there really wasn't that kind of stuff. So I'm it's guessing just, uh, you probably stopped doing that when they start paralleling everything. Oh yeah. I think the last set I actually completed a uh, master set of still was in the Fleer, like probably the last release that Fleer put out that, uh, that Divas 2005 set. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was a little, a little hard to get with those uh, number to five cards like that it was kind of hard to find. Um, but it, it, yeah, I, I just started like, I like the basic sets. Um, and that's kind of where I ended up going towards after Tops got the license. I just went after base sets and I just kind of uh, fell out of it. But base sets are easy. I mean, it used to be in the day you can buy a box and you made a set out of a box. It doesn't seem to be the case anymore. And I still see people on Twitter, which is it's interesting. They're like, hey, I'm still trying to complete this, you know, the new Tops Chrome or whatever uh, finest. They're like, hey, I'm trying to complete this set. If anybody has cards number XX and X, like yep. you don't, you don't see that except for baseball. Like you don't see that in the yeah. other sports. It's interesting. 
It's weird. I wonder what the, the mentality is that was wrestling fans and baseball fans. Cause you don't see it in football or, or basketball too much. Well, and I'll ask you, like, I've never, I've never been a set collector unless it was like a rainbow parallel, which we'll get to that. That sure. goes into player collecting, which we'll get to that in a minute, but I've never been a set collector unless it's like a, uh, like a subset or something like that. What, what, like, what, what do you think is the draw for people on complete sets? Well, for wrestling, it's because you have so many different characters like that. It's kind of like, you know, you're kind of watching a match, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that's, and again, it was also pretty easy to get a set out of a box. I already had it. It's like, it's kind of built into the box. I got a base set and then I got a few, you know, maybe stickers or parallels, or maybe I got an autograph. I was lucky or something like that, but you're really just buying the box, looking for that one possible autograph maybe, uh, but you got a base set. So it was kind of easy to collect. Uh, and I enjoyed it. I mean, you can thumb through a binder of it, you know, and just kind of go through and you start with card number one and go to 100 or 72 or whatever the case may be. And uh, you just kind of had, it was just easy to collect. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's a mentality, I guess, of just like, some people even don't even like collecting base sets. They just go after their, their superstar they like. I think another thing that base sets that could appeal to people is if you, um, maybe you were a fan of just WCW during the Monday Night Wars. So you just collect, you just go after WCW complete sets because that's what you lived through. And maybe all of that triggers nostalgia uh, or you're a WWF guy, or maybe you're like into the modern indie sets and you don't like anything to do with WWE. So you just go after sure. all of those. I can see. And that's that, pretty easy to collect. Yeah. I can see how being a set collector would appeal to someone in that way too. Do you think that in, in, in your experience, do you think that uh, people who collect modern stuff now aren't as much of set collectors as people who were from the early 2000s back? Yeah, except for with wrestling. I still see people, I still see some people putting sets together, base sets, and which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I think the more of these bigger sales that we're seeing, the more that people are going to start being like, okay. I shouldn't waste my money on a base set when it's not going to do anything for me. And un I mean, unfortunately, that's what a lot of people are having to change their mind. But uh, another thing I want to say on the base sets, and I know you've seen this too, um, you spend $20 on a blaster box, you're not going to be able, you know, even two, so you spend 40, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to complete a set out of two blaster boxes. You can spend that same $40, maybe 40 to 60 ballpark and go buy a base set put together on eBay after it's released. Or even less. Some of those yeah. things get dumped. So I, I, it blows my mind sometimes to see uh, the prices for a base set versus what it costs to buy a box and even build that set. You know, it ends up probably costing somebody $100, $150 investment in boxes just to complete a base set now and they're selling it for 30 bucks. Yeah. And that, that yeah pro tip for anybody wanting complete sets that's the way to do it don't buy the packs or boxes just go straight to ebay buy complete sets and you never know i mean hypothetically one of these could turn into 2002 fleer all over again you know yeah you it never know depends. you just never know I, um, I who knows 20 years from now if the roman Reigns, seth rollins and dean ambrose guys are going to become like gotta have them you know yeah yep that's kind of who people are prospecting on right now and you know, we're starting to see their prices going up, but unfortunately the base cards aren't like, I wish there was something that the market would look at as far as base cards. We're seeing it with older stuff, but the older I think you're, what about newer stuff too? Because you get some legends guys who are putting the base set, 
that you know you'll get a rock or you get a hogan or you get a stone cold or put in the base set uh people seem to be still picking those up too and even getting those graded possibly yeah they're either picking them up to try to get tens but what people are doing is looking at those exact same cards but getting the parallels of the numbered because that's what the chase is now which makes me wonder like why are base cards even still a thing there's a market for it clearly clearly yeah but if you see like you know parallel cards going for 30 40 50 bucks a piece and and a complete set of base going for less than that like i don't know interesting i think a base sets a good mark a good price point for people just getting into the hobby too. absolutely yeah 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 especially i mean uh it's a good way if you want to start your collection i think the best way maybe is to go uh if you're looking to just kind of like i want a set just get a base set or pick your guy or gal and just kind of go after that particular person let's get into that let's go straight into player collecting that's my favorite thing to do and it's been my favorite thing to do ever since i was little and that's more your strength than it was mine because you know mine was always about completing so like that i really didn't have any favorites to go collect and mine is a i'm more of a completist in this realm like so i will find a wrestler or a player or whatever i'm looking for and i like to use in combination your website as well as trading card database and put the two together and i try to make a complete list of like every single card and every variation and then kind of you know pick what I want or do I just want the super high-end stuff or do I want to get literally every single card from this guy? So that's another aspect. I guess you can't speak much on that since you've never really been a player collector. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was a player collector as a kid when I was, when I was collecting baseball, you know, I would go after, you know, I, I, even though I'm a SoCal guy, it's like that. I still was intrigued. Like the Yankees were always kind of intriguing to me, but I was also still a Dodger fan and an Angel fan. So I would specifically go after players from those teams. And that was it. Like I wouldn't go after anything else baseball wise. I didn't even buy a lot. I don't remember even my parents or anybody buying me like, you know, those factory sets like that 600 card set, you know, of baseball. Yeah. Um, every once in a blue moon, I might've bought one for myself, but I pretty much went after just, you know, buying packs there wasn't an eBay. <laughs> I just went, out, went and bought packs and kind of hoped that I would hit a Reggie Jackson or something like that, or which helped me both times to play for the Angels and the Yankees. Right. Um, but then I go after, uh, you know, Steve Yeager or Ron Say or you know, something like that just because, hey, those are the guys I'm watching on TV. Right. And that, yeah, that, that's another way you can collect. Uh, that kind of, if you want to transition that into wrestling, I think that kind of goes with like, yeah, well, we don't have AEW cards yet, but if like you're an AEW guy, you could just focus on their cards. If you're WWE, yep. you could just focus on theirs. And then you have crossover appeal though too, because you don't right. have a guy like Chris Jericho who say they do have an AEW card now, but you're like, I'm a fan of his because of AEW, but I really like Chris Jericho. So I'm going to go back and get his WWE cards, his mm-hmm. WCW cards, trying to find his Mexico card, you know, his yep. Japan cards. I mean, whatever. And we've started seeing that a little bit with like um, Dean Ambrose and Cody and anybody that's got some kind of like, you know, a little bit of a following now, but then also has a little bit of an obscure past with sure. releases and stuff. So that's interesting. Something else about player collecting that I've realized is it narrows your focus. So you can kind of block out a lot of noise, so to speak, in the hobby if you're focused on learning every single thing you can about every single available card of your favorite person or of your favorite organization or whatever it is. So, because I've now, and we'll get into the kind of high-end card collector in a minute. But now I'm kind of 
lose focus at times because I'm trying to look at all different kinds of things to try to get an edge somewhere to then flip into PC stuff. But if you're just a player collector, you don't even care about all that other stuff because you're just trying to get the cards of the guy you like. That's it. Do you find it to be a little more difficult though? It's a little more labor intensive to go after, I think an individual superstar and then finding all the different variations of that superstar. It is, but it's, it's the chase is what's fun. Cause like, you know, if you buy a complete set, you're just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like, there's, there's nothing cooler to me than a paralleled rainbow of the same card. And if you've got like two or three binder pages of them and you just lay them all out together, it's just a really cool look, but let's jump into like the super high end. And I'm going to call this the, uh, Rob England, David Peck, Gary D (laughs) area. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? Cause that's a whole new way of collecting that I think is really starting to gain some traction uh well you know i do think <laughs> it's been it's pricing me out i can tell you that right now i mean uh not that i ever was a high-end collector anyways i just kind of again being the completest that i was if i had it i had it i was never that guy who had to go out and get you know five copies 10 copies 15 copies of the same cards like that i didn't i didn't wisely look at it as an investment back then i was just uh fun to collect the thrill of the chase and then once i had it i had it i moved on to the next chase uh, so I, I, high end market is, it's getting higher and higher. I know that <laughs> there's, there's really two things. I think that are, uh, like a positive thing about collecting this way. Uh, first being, you're not gonna get like, you're not gonna turn into a hoarder because you're going to have less cards. So you might have like a safe or a drawer or something. You might have your 10 favorite cards and they may be worth a fortune, but you just have these awesome 10 cards and you don't have to yeah. worry about anything else. It kind of ruins the chase, but it's also a little bit safer from a monetary perspective because uh, personally, if I had like all of these base sets laying around my house, like I was surrounded with like, you know, a hundred count boxes with each one of them having a different set. I think it would make me a little anxious. That's what it makes me right now. That's what I'm going through. Yeah. <laughs> so those are some different ways to collect. And then, let's end the show with one more thing and we can both talk about this. And that's just, if you start collecting, it's okay to change course midway. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. As a matter of fact, Uh, since we're talking about it, just take it away. Explain the process. Yeah. I I mean, being someone who used to collect as much as I did, uh, I just went after everything, you know, I just kind of went after everything, but it becomes overwhelming at a certain point where I have all this product, you know, to me, I look at it as product, you know, now it's just product. Um, and just it's sitting around it becomes you do you become overwhelmed I see it everywhere and it's almost as if I wish they were you know breeding uh, the good <laughs> cards but it seems like it seems like uh, they're almost breeding you know I was like I don't remember having that I remember getting that you know but um, yeah, it's always okay to change your mind I mean uh, you could be a base set collector and have so much and go you know what like you said it's just it's surrounding me it's everywhere I feel like I'm hoarding now um, and I want to kind of just refocus my energy on something a little more, you know, direct. And I think uh, all of a sudden now I may become a, a fan of somebody like, now I become more of a fan lately of, of Charlotte. So that's kind of like my focus is collecting Charlotte stuff or, um, you know, kind of going in those 2000s, going after Cena's and maybe Orton stuff like that, while still keep being mindful of my Stone Colds and rock stuff. But it, it's always okay because, you know, you could be a singles collector. Maybe you're, you're, you like a new wrestler and you don't want to focus on that new wrestler. Um, 
you can always change your mind. You know, I can get right, I can easily go right back into base set collecting if I want to. Yeah, and it, I think it's not that hard. It's not a bad idea to have different ways of doing things like that either, because uh, like a, from a monetary perspective, you're kind of hedging your bets if you have like a, you know, 82 All-Stars Hogan, and that's your only big card. And then you mainly just like spend the low using a 20, 30, $40 here on base sets, kind of hedging your bet from a value perspective. Mm-hmm. And then if you decide, I want more base sets, well, I'm pretty sure that Hogan's going to get you quite a few base sets if you want it. Sure. And, then, and then vice versa, you could sell the, sell the base sets to then get into a bigger card or cha- you, you're talking about Charlotte Flair. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure any Charlotte Flair you get into right now, if you decide you want to get out of those, they're going to only appreciate in value because of who you invested in. So that's yeah, what... I mean, you might, like I said, you, you might get in a, a new wrestler and you want to collect an all new superstar to collect, uh, or, or maybe a new set comes out that has some kind of cool designs that are like no other ones that you like. And you want to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going after that. Now I'm actually going to, you know, break away from my normal direction and treat myself to something kind of cool, you know? Yeah, I agree. And last note I want to, touch on is it doesn't cost a lot to get into wrestling cards you can spend as little or as much as you want you can go spend twenty dollars on a blaster box at walmart if, if you can find one or yeah. you can go on ebay or sport lots and buy them for as little as a dollar so uh just collect what you like the superstars you like the organizations you like and there's cheap ways to do it if you want to jump right into the 82 all-stars graded and you've got the funds by all means that's pretty smart you got any tips for everybody as we close out? No, I think uh, modern wise now, it's just a different market than it was when I was collecting when I was younger because we didn't have Ebay's or, or uh, was it Mercari? It's like that or any place else that you can go at Facebook marketplaces. So now it's, it's a smaller world. So it's, uh, it's very easy to kind of jump into any avenue, any road you want to go down, singles, high end, low end, sets, parallels, whatever you're into. It's really easy to get into that. All right. Well, you have anything else before we close out the show? I'm good, man. Yeah, I think we've, uh, I think that's a good start for everybody. Uh, If you guys have any questions, you can reach out to us on social media. Tony, tell them where they can find you at. Everything with me is wrestlingtradingcards.com. You can find it there. Everything. And you can check me out just at Zan Morning all over social and wrestling with cards on YouTube. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. Oh, my God.